This is The Michael Bryan Show. Hi everyone, welcome back to the show and today I'm joined with JJ who is an international speaker and he's been inspiring and exciting people with his message for over 15 years. Now he has a YouTube channel in the entertainment space and he's hit over 57 million views to date. So JJ, it's great to have you on the show. What's up man? Yeah, let's bring it. Energy, enthusiasm, excitement, you know? I'm ready to give some people some some tangible stuff. Like, don't you hate it when you listen to a speaker or listen to someone and they give you moves, but like the moves you can't implement for six months or you need 60 grand. Like, dude, I want, I want wins now, dude. So I want to make sure people leave today like that, oh, I've got a move and I can get a win from today. That's everything for me. I'm exactly the same as yourself. One of the things that really caught my eye is your magic youtube show that was one of the things that really kicked you off so share a bit about that were you always into magic why did you start the show tell us a bit about that that side of things yeah man 16 years ago i wanted to do two things i wanted to stand on stage and tell everybody who i am and what i do and i kick-started that career as a professional magician i was the guy that just it was the kid that like i'm going to learn it longer than the next kid so that really springboarded me to the countries to the clients to the millions of views in the space of entertainment and especially at the time youtube and that gave me the i would say like it gave me the conditioning of how to work with billion dollar companies how to stand on the biggest stages how to do big deals but my metaphor or sort of my thing in the game was magic tricks so i was just a new i was a little soldier who could do some card tricks but that gave me the opportunity to be put into situations that literally has created the guy or the man i am today so what were the main takeaways not just about content creation because some of it looks more like street magic per se how did you take that to make it more consumable, make it more viral within YouTube then? Well, look, man, 2009, there was no such thing called personal branding, right? And there was no such thing as educational driven content. That Those phrases were not big things. Now in 2022, personal branding and educational driven content, especially in my world, is huge, right? You want people to see you as the expert and people aren't buying your product, they're buying you. So I realized back in 2009, I was doing these things, but I wasn't conscious to it. My theory was I want to get more gigs as a magician. And someone said to me, you should just be the expert on YouTube because it's a new platform. That was all, it was like the post-it note strategy. I just wrote down, I will do magic tricks on YouTube and I will post. And then now that I look back, I was doing three videos a week for six years. So consistency, I was getting seen as an expert, right? I was making it entertaining. People want to like learn and they want to be entertained. And I was selling my personality because it wasn't taking a pen and making it disappear. It was, I was the guy teaching it and I was fun. So people were watching me, they liked me. I taught him a magic trick. And then they're like, that's how the thing grew to the success today. 
So what is it about personal branding that sets people apart from, say, being an influencer or being a celebrity? And are they different? And how do you like make those distinctions? Well, I would say they're all the same. You know, at the end of the day, like, look at how you guys make decisions. Like everybody listening, look at how you make decisions. Now, listen, if I go on Amazon.com and I buy a chair, I'm probably not really caring who the person made, who made the chair, right? But if you look at like a course or something online or even listening to your podcast, Michael, people aren't really listening. I'm sure the guests are great, but they like you. There's a lot of podcasts. Why do I listen to Michael? Because I connect with Michael. I can relate to Michael. I There's something about Michael that I like compared to someone else. And personal branding is the same thing. Like people are buying your product, they're buying you. And I've realized this starting my career as a magician, working on television, working with an agency, running a nightclub, now running a PR and advertising agency here in Miami. I've had people from the beginning stages in different industries, but because people know me, like me, trust me, they will, they will like, if you're being authentic with them, they'll like, yeah, man, I like, I get the guy. I, I like the guy. I like the girl. And you can see how powerful this, this is by celebrities or by people with more influence than maybe you, they'll bring out a product. They have nothing to do with the product, but they'll buy it because they, people know them. Look at George Clooney. Is a tequila company that sold for, I don't know how much money. He made at least a couple hundred mil off that. George Clooney isn't a tequila guy, but it's George Clooney's face. Now you may be thinking, well, that's George Clooney. Yeah, I get that. But what George Clooney has done, you could implement that in your own space. So George Clooney's famous. He's got value. He's a celebrity. He has a lot of eyeballs and attention. If you put that into your own little world, right, or the world that you play in, how do I get more people to know me, like me, trust me? I could probably sell more. I could probably get them to listen to me more. And, and that's the thing that people forget now. It's, it isn't the best product or the landing page. It's the person who has the most attention and, and really who's got that likability factor from people. This brings up something that you can probably speak to and we maybe even have a bit of a discussion about is this idea of likability and the cross between it just being a popularity contest or someone that's more likable or more popular is now suddenly able to make more money than someone that's not. And I get that business is a meritocracy for the most part. It's the best product and the best marketing and the best sales tends to win overall. But then bridging the gap between personal branding is like, well, the more liked you are, that transfers across into the the business but then is it just a popularity contest or is there more going on no there's more going on and i think the the way to position this there's a lot of people online that says i don't care what people think and you know sort of like f everybody else like i understand when people say that what they're really meaning is don't be run by other people's opinions but you need to be liked but don't run off people liking you, but you need to be likable, like period. If you go out to the market and just be like, F everybody, like you're not, like dude, you're gonna turn everybody off. Like, <laughs> yeah. but, but you don't have to be a facade. You don't have to be someone you're not. I think we've realized now in 2022 with the power of the internet, 
you can be yourself and it can do very well. It isn't just like celebrities on TV, soap stars on, on TV, movie stars, and the local sportsman who plays cricket, right? You have people now that are creating a muffin channel, a cupcake channel from their iPhone, making millions of dollars a month. They don't, they're not a celeb, they're not like a fake person. There's likability behind that. So the whole point of this is people want to get to know the person behind the product. Now, yes, people are saying to me, well, Jay, businesses are run, there's a lot of successful business, there's no face. I get that, I agree with you, but let me tell you something. More people now have more choices. Customers are getting smarter. They know they don't have to believe the first thing on television or on an ad. They're, they're more of a, they're an educated buyer now. Hang on a second, before I met, I have, look, I've got this pain or problem, I have the money, I need to get this fixed. I'm just going to do my research. I, I want to get to know what does the company stand for? That's a personal, that's a personal element. What is the company owner? What are they about? Right? Like people want to get to know the person behind the product. And in my opinion, that is what's going to last because how many times, Mike, have you gone to a restaurant that isn't that good, but you like the owners, you know, she treats me really good and she gives me a deal. I like yeah. her. Yeah. You know, I go to restaurants here in Miami, dude, the, the food isn't the best, but I feel good going there, right? And I'm like, I'd rather go to someone I know, like, and trust than go to someone new and I don't know. We're humans, man. We're a couple of creatures. We go back to what's being comfortable. So I think, you know, to answer your question in a long-winded way, likability is important. Just don't be run by it, but you don't have to be someone you're not to attract new people. That's the one thing because authenticity will trump all. Everyone hates the feeling, man, of like, dude, I don't feel good with something doesn't feel right with that person. You, everyone knows this. doesn't matter whether you're 15 or 55. You know that feeling of like some, this person, it's something doesn't stick with me. And I think now it doesn't matter. You just got to come out and you be that consistency of who you are. People appreciate that. So have you ever had someone come to yourself then especially with the the ace of spades agency that you you run as well yeah. have you had to convince someone that being themselves is enough because it's very easy to like play to the audience after a certain point and those that don't i've noticed just from my own, my own observations they tend to do well just as much as someone that does play to the audience they kind of cancel each other out a little bit like you've just got to be okay with yeah. how you're doing things have you ever had someone come to you that you've said you should probably try to show up as yourself a bit more show different layers of your personality and and all those things have you ever had to do that yeah you do it all the time you do it every day the kind of clients i work with aren't entertainers or artists or celebrities or people with that personality it's usually people that they know they're an expert at something, right? They've either made their money, they've sold their company and they've got a story and a vision, or they're working on the business, not in the business. So it's like, like let's say a plastic surgeon, or let's say it's a coach. It's working. You know, the systems are working. Now they're like, okay, now I have to start to write the book. I want to do a TEDx talk. Hey, I've sold my company. I've worked it for 20 years. I now want to build my legacy. So people come to me with a very, they've never been on camera. 
they've done maybe a press interview, they maybe have done one speech. So my job is to make them feel comfortable and confident that they're allowed to share without having to be someone they're not. And that, Michael, is the hardest thing because people are still in this mindset of, and I get it, I don't want to show my life too much. That's what, because, you know, they're scared of letting people in. And I'm like, I get that, but you don't need to reveal everything like you see on TV. Why don't you just layer and peel off an onion? Can you tell everybody maybe some failures in your life? Well, I can do that. Why don't we put it out there? And you know what happens this is my favorite part. The moment that we are with the person feels comfortable with me to share with the internet when they press the upload button, the next day, not one person has ever said in over 10 countries, 100 clients we've helped, that was a bad move. They're like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that people really like this. I cannot believe that I've been holding back from sharing this. And I can only be, I'm like the grandfather sitting back, holy miles going, because people have never had the permission to share it. Yeah, of course. And once they get validated, Michael, it's like, dude, it's, it's a powerful move. They need validation from someone they trust other than me. I'm the, I'm the guy. I'm the guy that knows it. I know what's going to happen. But once they get validated by a girlfriend, a partner, their husband, their wife, usually someone they don't know. It's usually like, oh, this lady checked me. She watches me on Facebook. I've known her for 10 years. And she said, great video. I love it. Dude, that's it. My job's done. That's where I should be like, hey, listen, the invoice is actually double now. So. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, the, the, that was a part invoice, you know? That's, dude, that, dude let me, and, I, and I know that you got questions, but what people pay me for, Michael, is not what I can sell. And I think if there is a coach who's on here, people pay me for really the confidence in themselves to bring out the confidence in them. But no one wants to buy that because it's not sexy. You want to buy a blue tick on Instagram. You want to buy the getting in Forbes. You want to buy being on TV. What you're really buying is me and the team to go who you are, what you do. Let's make you a blossom and put you on a media outlet to show it off. But no one wants to buy that, you know? You want to buy the protein powder and the chicken breast, but you don't want to buy the trainer and the mindset to get you there. But the, welcome to the human life, you know? Can, can you speak to this idea of trusting themselves enough to be able to handle that situation? Because I've noticed over the years is that very often it takes a certain kind of person to put themselves in that position. So if someone wasn't, you know, as confident or as sort of secure in themselves, if they were in that situation, they would struggle anyway. It's the whole, like, people want to be on Forbes. Okay, can you handle being in Forbes and the potential repercussions of that? Do you have the security in yourself to be able to handle thousands of messages a day or a week and the negative comments? And my understanding is if you can't handle one negative comment, try handling a thousand negative comments when you get put on the, the bigger platforms. Can you speak to that? Great question, man. Yeah. Like the way I've been able to deal with the rejection to just answer one question is I've conditioned myself from 2009. Think about this three videos a week for seven years straight, right? On a platform that's seen in 150 countries, my videos, 
I'm getting hate every day. At the beginning, it's hard, but eventually you condition yourself. Like let's say if anyone's listening in sales, after you get a couple of no's, you don't care anymore. Let's say you go to a girl or a guy, they reject, it doesn't matter anymore. So you're 100% right. The, 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 the hard thing is, and it's very challenging to be by yourself and push yourself. If that's why you get a coach or a trainer. You need to push through that and, it, and it's going to hurt. There's no way to tippy-toe yourself into rejection. You just got to like, it will happen and you got to sit in that emotion. And then you wake up the next day and go, I'm, a, I'm not dead. Okay, that hurt a little bit, that stung. But treat it like an ant bite, not a shark bite. That's what I tell people. And, you know, Michael, I'm thinking of, not I'm thinking, I really want to do this. I don't know who does this, but I think entrepreneurship or people who want to go to be entrepreneurs, I think we should have a conference throughout a year. Like, you know how like people go to SEAL training and they do like hell week? They should be a thing called entrepreneur training for a week. And every day they can get conditioned into something that entrepreneur is going to have to go through. Or as I call it, running your own business. One day they should be standing in a line and people should come up to them and give them the worst hate. Because if they can't deal with that there, how are they going to deal with that in the real world? Imagine you go through every day. First day, you're going to make 500 cold calls. Second day, people are going to shout at your face and tell you you're a piece of shit. Third day, you're going to have to deal with working on no sleep. Fourth day, you're going to have to, you know, whatever, to have, you know, get up at, at, at four in the morning, you know, just have these intensive, immersive, full on days. And at the end of the week, you will leave go, well, I know what it's going to feel like. So you go back into the real world and someone says, hey, I don't like your shirt. You're like, it doesn't do anything. So I think the problem is, and I know I'm jumping around the question, but too many people, my friend, you're right, have not been put into a position to understand that new emotion. So when, they, when it happens, they freak out, dude. I get it, man. Dude, one comment will break someone. That's how weak people are. You say to someone, I, this content is terrible. I hate it. Dude, that will affect someone's whole day. Is there a key to brushing things off or does it come through conditioning and you have to do the work beforehand? Is there something that you can point to that helps people get over things quickly or is it just the accumulation of over a decade at this point of just gradually getting better at it? I think, the, I think it really is conditioning. Look at sales, look at boxing, look at podcasting, look at speaking, look at sprinting 100 meters. Like they're not doing it one time, day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out. And it's like now that I'm so in this world of personal, like personal branding is really just personal. Like it's just selling you. But personal branding sounds sexy, right? People, humans now, there is an issue in, in this 2022 about sensitivity. We're really, we're very sensitive. You know, we've become, I don't know what happened. I don't know when someone probably is listening can give me the factual evidence, but something's changed where we've lost, especially as men, we've lost a little bit of that rough and toughness, you know, to just be a bit more of a lion. And, and, and women as well deal with it too. Like, you know, self-conscious and Insta-likes and everything like that. It's, it's very easy to be hurt and be just, and feeling shit. So 
yeah, man, you, you got to condition yourself. And that, look, I could be wrong, you know, I just feel like that's the best way. You know, how, how do you condition yourself into negativity? I had to start, how do you deal with ne negativity? Well, you got to condition yourself into it. People say, you just ignore it. I'm like, dude, you, you know how hard that is? Even for someone like me, like it's different for me. I will get hit. I call it hit in a different way. Like if you say, Jay, I don't like you, 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 your pocket square, you look, you stupid. Okay, cool. If someone's like, Jay, I don't like your product, it's stupid. But if someone, they, there's a way they can get to me and they'll get to me. And I'm like, wow, that, I haven't felt that before. Like that hurt today. Like shit, you know? So conditioning, man. Does that speak to then where the feedback comes from? Like if it's a stranger, it affects differently to if it's your family or your friends that know you more personally. Like how do you how do you deal with the different kinds of feedback that you get? Yeah, it depends on the value you put on the person. So like for example, some like if my mum, who I love, but she says something, I'm like, a oh, cool mum. But then some people, their mom is everything to them. And they're like, they will take it to heart. You know, usually someone where it gets to me is someone I value that I look up to and they make a comment. I'm like, ooh, because I look at them as successful or look at them as someone that they know that what they're talking about. So it's, you know, usually someone that you value, you know, and, and the problem too, Mike, is a lot of people don't have the best interest at heart when they comment. It's not always true, man. A lot of, this is the other thing I tell people too, like a lot of the times people comment is it's not based on you. It's based on there and it's just a terrible mood. You were the, you were the catalyst for that comment right there. It's like the customer service lady that gets drilled, like gets shouted at. She's not really the problem. The person hasn't eaten, the person had a bad day, like, and then they're the, or the, sorry, the person at the checkout line at the grocery store. It's easy. I'm going to, oh, you overcharged me? How could you? You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't the reason. It's something else. So, yeah, man, it's the value on the person. So who can get to you personally then? Like, if, if your mother can't do it, then is there a particular kind of person that you don't want to say you, you avoid criticism from, but you don't, like, show that person just in case they don't like it? So then you, you kind of can't really handle it if they don't like it. Did you have someone like that where it's like, oh, yeah. I don't know whether to, to show that person? There are people, I say this to my staff and my team, I have to be, sometimes I'm not ready for the emotions on what could happen here. Like I play it like chess. So I'm like, if I show this person my the content, how do I feel today? Am I ready to deal with any, like, okay, I get, I, you know, we work with a lot of people around the world, right? I get a lot of audio messages and messages. There are some people that come up on my phone that aren't the best client or they're not, they're not the best person to deal with. I'm like, I don't want you to deal with that right now. Like, or I don't want to have to go into that, that battle. So it's the same thing. Yeah, man. Like some people, some people that I would, I would rather ask people for their opinions on people who I know they are emotionally in control. And I've, and this is hard too, sometimes too, because you want to, you want to, trust them or you want to take on their feedback and you want to be respectful but then also i don't believe that everything that comes from everybody's mouth is correct and like 
I'm the first person to say I'm wrong, but I'm also the first person to say, I want to challenge that. And I think sometimes people just take it and believe it. I'm like, actually, hang on a second, man. This is how I feel. So yeah, to your question, man, like it depends on the emotions I have for the day. Like, you know, I'll do the hard stuff at the beginning of the day. If it's like eight o'clock at night, dude, I don't want to, I'm not dealing with this. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> mentally cope with this right now, you know? And, and, and if I can jump in with a thought with that, here's a great thing that I, someone told me recently, remember one thing about social media and, and just because someone reaches out to you does not give them the right to get your attention straight away. Someone told me that and I was like, Ooh, that's like, cause we're very quick to respond to everybody else's accord. Right. Oh, they message. I got to get back to them straight away. Now. Yeah. There are different situations for different times and different clients. I get that. But the one thing that I've learned is that how, are you ready to respond? Are you ready? Are you present for this? Cause a lot of people are very quick, Boom. they just go, hang on. So I take a breath. Okay. I'm ready now to deal with whatever I have to deal with. So that's a good tip for everybody because we're very quick to emotionally respond back to things. And a lot of people aren't in control of their emotions. And, it, and then it's something, you throw something back out of them, then there's conflict. I don't want conflict. What I've started to understand for myself, Jay, is how emails and messages are essentially other people's to-do lists put onto yourself so a lot of it is somebody else has got a to-do list they've got things that they need to do and they're reaching out to see if you can help them with with their own to-do lists and it, it's hard because you've got your own as well so there has to be a bit of a priority basis as you said it depends on person to person situation to situation to be able to then deal with that which then speaks to do you have any rules or principles that you stick to or questions that you ask yourself when it comes to showing up online or handling feedback and comments just navigating that world because at a smaller scale it's probably easier than at the scale that you're right yourself so is there anything that you've had to start implementing to help you handle that so i'm the first person to bring up any easy jab you know what a jab is like how to get you i'm the first person to bring up all my problems before anyone else does so they can't get you on that make fun of yourself if you got big ears say it listen me and dumbo are hanging out today oh wow he really <laughs> knows like okay great i can't get him for that one right pink i like this thing that pink said she's always stuck with me she's like you know pink the singer She's like, I bring it out before the media does, so they've got nothing to use on me. I'm like, I love that. That's great. Bring up all your problems before everybody else does. Then they, what are they gonna, what are they, like, let's say you've got big ears, right? Huge Dumbo ears. Oh, he's got Dumbo ears. I already know that. Like, they look stupid. It's that people tried to hide too much and then someone gets them. So the first thing I do is bring up all my problems and my issues online. I'm consistent. And that communication element, man, I don't know if I'm answering the question correctly, but when you were asking me, I was thinking like the big thing I, I'm big on doing now before I work with anybody or before I start to get in a relationship, like a business relationship, I'm very big to like, okay, before we move forward, before anything happens, I want to be very transparent on how this is going to play out. 
Because when you do that, there is no, like deal with the problems there. Most people will appreciate that. Hey, this is what's gonna happen. This is how it's gonna happen. This is what could happen. Best plan of attack, worst plan of attack, right? We're gonna sign an agreement and, you know, tell everything up front. I'm big on that because I've, I've, I've made so many mistakes by it will be fine, you know? I like how you mentioned bringing things up before the media would. Let's use um, Pinker's example that you gave. Is that if you put it out there before the media does or before somebody else does, it almost loses its control yeah over you it. loses its power so almost yeah and the, and, and the and the media and the media could be the media could be anyone the media is just other people bring it up before everybody else does no one could get you for it next a lot like it's such a great win like if your course let's say someone's listening and the course isn't overly produced well like i brought out a course and i tell everybody hey listen here's the course i literally shot it in an hour right it's not overly produced, but it's the content that matters most. Here's the link. It now all oh, educates them because they're going to look at it and go, this isn't shock, right? Okay, but Jay said that. Okay, great. Rather than you going, here's the course. They're like, oh, my expectation. I thought I was going to get this very well produced program, you know, blah, blah, blah. So that kind of speaks to being the kind of person that is, I guess, grounded enough to be able to do that because it's not yeah, something from, a lot yeah. of people can do yeah that comes from con confidence and conviction right and that takes time and that takes time when you realize you won't die when you own that i've been in this i've been like by myself traveling around the world doing it for, for 15 16 years man and the one thing i kept realizing is that dude like they can't get you if you just know you like they, they just can't, they can't, what are they going to knew about that conviction and confidence? People will just move. Oh, this guy knows what he wants. This woman, she knows where she's going. Yeah. I don't, maybe don't like her because of this, this, and this. It's not, that's petty stuff. People wake up and they don't like Chinese food. Then the next day they love Chinese food. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like they, dude, you, you get sick with sushi. You hate sushi for a week. And then what do you crave? Man, I'm craving sushi. I thought you hated it last week. <laughs> I thought you were on the toilet for three days. Yeah, but I I need the, the teriyaki chicken from that lady. Dude, and, and I do these jokes because there's so much, like, you, you got to laugh, but you you got to, like, do you ground it? Do you, do you know, the people know, the, people know people who they can push over and they can't push over. Then you're like, I can't, you know. You can't push, you can't push, you can push pebbles, but you can't push ro rocks. Can't push boulders, dude. So how important is it to have this like selective short-term memory then? The whole Suhi thing made me think, maybe they just forgot that they didn't like it and they woke up one day and suddenly they like it. Is short-term memory even like, a factor with something like that? Well, the way the, here's the way to position it, right? To back to people don't get caught up on things that don't really matter like just shows you people they like one thing one day they don't like them the next day so they don't like your post one day dude they don't even remember what they liked i ask everybody this mike let me ask you a question what did you have for lunch five days ago uh you know i can't remember there you go so 
maybe people remember what they had for lunch yesterday. Do you remember every post you saw on Facebook or Instagram this morning? People are not present. They're not conscious, you know? Like, so what I try and do is give all these, these bring up all the objections, bring up all the fears, bring up all the stories and go, not important, not important, not important, not important. And people are like, that's a good point. Like, we just get caught up. It's all the limiting beliefs. I'm an introvert. I'm shy. I'm not good looking. I don't have, I'm not in a sexy industry. No one would want to hear from me. I don't have a good lighting setup. I don't have a good podcast room. You know, who's, who's telling you that? Oh, I'm telling myself that. Welcome. Let's deal with that. Move on. So how can we stop being our biggest critic there because obviously projecting right. your own feelings and your own beliefs onto somebody else is how we make our own life easier you know the way that we criticize ourselves is basically us internalizing how we feel and all those things but how can we stop ourselves being our own worst critic all the time listening to podcasts like this we're getting reminded motive it's like motivation stuff we, most people don't need more knowledge dude they need action but we get told, go on a Tony Robbins, go on a Grant Connor. Like you just remind it. It's a, it's really remindivation. It's conditioning ourselves to okay, 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 until it becomes like it's it's in you. You know that's why I do it all the time. That's why I'm like listening to motivational videos, not because I'm like need to be motivated, but the world isn't in our corner. Media is not on our friends, so we need people like us. Once again, once again, once again, once again, once again. It's just, it's boring, dude. It's conditioning. Punch the face, punch the face, punch the face, punch the face. And then you get punched in the face. You're like, I'm good. Let's roll. Punch the arm, punch the arm, punch the arm. You know? So is it just that element of reminding yourself all the time? And I kind of picture it like, let's say, stretching or exercising. Yeah. Where yeah. If you do it often enough... You don't do it because you need it. You do it to maintain because you feel it when you don't do it. Or like if you meditate all the time, you don't feel the benefit as much until you stop. Is it that kind of thing with the whole keeping the conditioning going? Yeah, it's consistency, you know. Like people want to, you know, I'll probably get a message after this, Jay, how, like I got a comment, how do I deal with that? I'm like, do it for 90 days straight. Come back to me. Because I don't know any other way. Like we can either really go immersive, like you can pay me a lot of money and I can do it the hard way, but you'll cry and you probably give up, right? It's like, there's a guy named, you know, Dan Pina, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He's, he's, got this, he's got this castle, he's got this event that he does probably a few times a year. I've never been, but he, I heard that he puts a lot of people under copious amounts of pressure, right? Literally to break them, right? And now that's an extreme version Okay, but it probably works. But the way to do it at the beginning is, you know, if you're consistent and just, I'm going to show up today. I'm just going to show up today. I'm just going to show up. It's like getting to the gym. I'm just going to go on. The, I'm just going to get to the gym. Let me just get there. Just get there and be fine. And I think the problem is no one's willing to put in the runs on the board. And then they complain why someone else is winning. People, how do you become a great speaker? I'm like, how many times have you spoken in the last 30 days? Well, I dude, come back to me and do it every day. Like, stop looking for the quick fix, man. 
that's a very very interesting point actually that this idea of wanting the results without putting the work in like if i could do all the press ups and yet you can lose all the weight then people would do that any day Dude, let, let me tell you this this is so funny like i want everybody to listen listen to this go to your friend and say listen i'm trying to lose weight i really want to tone up for tone up for 2022 They're like awesome i support you tell them the next day you're still fat they'd be like what they're like you're an idiot it's one day that is the same thing when it comes to sales when it comes to branding when it comes you do it one day and then you think life's going to be changed i did one post on instagram where's all my likes why why is it the same concept like people would laugh at you if you're overweight or chubby and you went to the gym one time and said i'm still fat they would be like are you you're, you've been drinking mate you, you're having a little couple of geezers on saturday mate they would <laughs> why is that not the same like why don't we why don't more of us go you've done one post and they go oh you're right it's because it's it's very confusing this online space because one person will get instant win straight away where others won't and then that's why it's it there's a confusion it's 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 it, it plays with your psyche so this then as a bit of a, a segue over to social media to branding this yeah. implies that there are some keys and some cornerstone things that we need to get across when it comes to building a brand growing your social media following into 2022 and beyond before we get to the the things that we want to do is there anything that we want to avoid doing this year anything that used to work that now no longer does yeah so stop posting just anything online because you feel like you're good in the moment oh my chicken parmigiana looks great might as well just post that dude like you got to remember your social media is now a visual resume of who you are and what you do gone of the days where i'm just gonna have a personal account no nah, man everyone is googling you everyone is looking at more than a website people are smart they know that your website you can be produced they you know your social a little bit more realer i can get to know the guy who's in the role of my company that i'm going to hire someone or a girl you know i'm going to check her out a little bit you have the one wrong post on your instagram that can lose you from the next job i've seen this firsthand where people have come to me and they're like, listen, I'm really trying to build, like, I'm trying to like, you know, build my brand and do this role. And I go to her Instagram and it's all of her, like looking sexy and like nothing wrong with that. But is that the right message that you want to show a new employer before they hire you? You're in bikinis. Like I can see your whole body. That's fine. If you want to do that role, be a model, maybe like, you know, whatever. But if you're trying to be seen as an expert coach, if I've got that pain or problem and you, I'm going to come to your Instagram and I see that, I'm not going to trust you. I'm like, oh, I don't know. That uh, is not a good thing. Any self-doubt from someone online today is not like, I'm just going to, I'll give you another chance. It really takes them back, man. That's why I'm real big on like, how can we get way more trust of you online? When you have trust online, uh, you dude, guys, you guys you, you, you'll win because most people are so guarded. How many times did someone like, I bought a course, it didn't work, I worked the guy, it didn't work. That wasn't what I paid for. It sucks for people like us who actually 
I think that I've got a great service to offer, but I've got to deal with all the bullshit of people who has ruined it for me. You know, it's like the princess in the castle that's been charmed by the, the knight who just wants to have a good time one night. And there's a one guy that comes through is like, I'm different, but she's like, I've heard it all before. I don't have how much money you have. Like you got to really, it's the same, the princess and the knight story or the princess and the prince story. It's the same thing with business, the customers. Everyone's been burnt and they're tired of it. And they're like, so they guarded. So you got to like, you got to literally like, and one thing can break the whole, like, ah, uh, see, see. So it sucks, man. That, that speaks to the reputation story, doesn't it? Of so, years to build, seconds to destroy. Yeah, all it yeah, takes exactly. is one thing to destroy it all. Yes. Yes, man. It's everything. So how do you describe to someone the difference between that and then being sort of more personally free with the content that you post? If there's an element of someone's watching, it can mean the difference between getting clients, getting a job, doing the, the thing that you want to do. How do you balance that with well, this is me showing up as, you know, my more authentic self? And this speaks to like inflating something right. or being slightly more overproduced than you yeah. would like just in case someone's watching that can be the difference or the decision maker for what, what, what you want to happen. How do you create that story and try to communicate it in a way that makes sense? Well, that's where you have someone like a coach who can help you articulate that, you know, because you don't want to be someone you're not, but then also you don't want to do it your own way because your own way doesn't work, right? So it's like, that's where you pay someone who knows more than you to guide you to shine it off, you know? I'm sure like a, like a sprinter goes to a coach and knows how to run fast and wants to run this way. It's been working, but now the coach goes, lift your legs more and ease your back, ease yourself back, right? And then you'll, you'll, you'll shave off half a second, just that that move alone. So it's this is where you have to have someone who can help you guide you in the correct way. So is that like peeling the layers of the onion in a way that is like aligned to the outcome that you want at yeah, the same yeah, time? Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and to your question, like this is why I know that if I stay authentic to me, the right ones will stay and the wrong ones, or the, sorry, the right ones will stay and the others will not stay. Like my personality and the way I sell and the way I present myself to the market, like I'm the guy that I'm going to have a good time with you, but I'm firm. So that's my messaging. I'm obviously always fixing up my messaging and trying to make it more articulate. But at the end of the day, when I, that means when I have clients now, there's never a problem because they know who I am. Like they know what they, like when you go to McDonald's, you know exactly what you're getting. They're very good. Then you don't go in there and go, oh, these chips taste different. These fries, they, they've been, the burgers taste different. It's the same thing with your brand. People should know exactly what they're getting before they even come to you if they can. Because then you don't have to go out to the marketplace and be someone you're not. So, you know, that, I think I, you know, answered a different question, but, you know, you can use it. <laughs> it's okay it's it's such a 
a complicated or slightly mm. more nuanced thing, isn't it? You can't yeah. just do whatever you want, but you've got to still be okay and not feel under too much pressure with how you show up. Like it's over filtered or under filtered. If yeah, people, people like people have never been. You know, this is a new space for people showing who you are. Like I've met people that have built hundred dollar, hundred dollar, hundred million dollar companies. They've never shown up before. And I get, I talk to them and they're like, I'm completely horrified. You, like these people are like on paper financially, they never have to worry about money, but they've never, ever, ever put a post up and told anybody their story. That, that's completely changed, like game changer. So now it's, it's, it's just educating the market. And eventually some people will get it and some people won't. And the problem, Mike, is that humans we're very lazy and we're very sensitive and most people man most people are not meant to to do this how many people are really meant to be entrepreneurs like entrepreneur is someone that takes greater larger risks with money google it define it you know most people man it's 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 a it's it's the same thing with anything new like how many people are going to slave away at the office all day dealing with rejection after rejection after with insecurity after with uncertainty dude that takes a very special someone <laughs> you know well you you mentioned trust before and i think that's something that i feel over the years we've needed more of to be able to get what it is that we want from someone someone needs to really trust us and know enough about us that they feel some kind of connection before they then make the purchase almost as you said people want to be able to answer their questions about you in their own head before they then go ahead and buy something so yeah. talk us through some of the more recent up-to-date things that you would want people to show up with this year when it comes to branding and social media yeah, let's give everybody three a tangible stuff that you guys can get wins from today. So here is the three things you should be posting on your social media. Here are your staples, right? You do these, you're good, right? You don't have to worry about, this is like everybody always asks, what do I post online, you know? Three types of content, educational driven content, show everybody you're the expert. So if you're a realtor, tell everybody when's the best time to buy? How much money should I put down? Should I rent? Should I Airbnb? right? If you're a coach, what kind of coach should I get? When's the right time to have a coach? What does a coach actually do? If you're an advertising agency owner, hey, what can I do with $25,000? What can I do with $250? How do I get started on social? So be the expert. Number two, show people that you're not just amazing by what you say, get other people to say it made for you. Third party testimonials. So get testimonials, screenshot text messages, and white out the name. Jay, super great to chat with you. You're really professional, reliable. I love, I look forward to working together. You put that online, man, that people love that stuff. So results. Third thing is you don't want to be a Barbie and Ken Instagram, meaning perfect. Show people a little bit of your story. You don't need to show the baddest, darkest, deepest times when maybe you don't want to tell anyone. That's cool. But like everyone has a photo of them, maybe not looking crash hot, and you can be like, this is a time in my life that this happened, or I just lost a deal. I just lost a business partner. I lost, had a death in the family. Hey, today I felt, today, this day, I remember because bum, bum, bum. Give people actually a little bit of relatability. So those three posts, now you're seen as the expert. 
Now people say how amazing your product or service is, and then also you're relatable. Dude, that is, you, that, that's it. I've, I've seen this happen for me with clients, you know? So we've got educational, we've got something a bit more realistic, and then we've got the, the third party element. What parts of it allow the relationship to go a little bit deeper? So if you, if you think about like coaching or when I was a personal trainer, it was you wanted to learn as much as you can about the person, about the potential client. You want to know when their birthday is, what's their dog's brother's maiden name or, or right. whatever whatever the case is so what certain things would you recommend for people to go with that little bit make other people think that they know you at a deeper level yeah so you know showing up on your stories and connecting with people talking to the camera like you're talking to a friend don't be like hey everyone hey guys like hey so let me share something with you people are like oh i feel special you know, I feel important. This is why I, I highly recommend doing Instagram lives, lives, because you can literally talk to the person. Hey, thank you so much, Sandra. Sandra, let me ask you a question. On a scale of one to 10, how happy are you with your fitness journey? No one's going to say 10. Great. Six. Great. What do you think is holding you back from getting to 10? Great. Tell me what's one problem you have. You're, she's literally like got her own show and she feels connected. She feels special. So like a move that everybody can do today, you can go live for 30 days at the same time, tell everybody, hey, this is, I'm a realtor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show up every day at 5 p.m. and I'm gonna talk to you about the property market. Come online, ask me anything. Dude, you will get a client. You will get a win in 30 days. And ask on every live. This is where you can practice your speaking, you can practice your selling, you can practice your pitching, you can practice your communication. Like it's, I love it. It's just a great chance to like get out of your head. Hey, if you're interested, hey, have you got some value from this? Great. If you know someone that's buying or selling, get, tell them to send me a DM or actually connect me up. People are like, oh my gosh, yeah, law reciprocity. I'm giving you something. You want to give me something back, you know? Is that what it can come down to sometimes, the whole reciprocity element? Is that how you picture people buying things in the future no. and investing no. in no, I don't, I don't, I don't sit into it like reciprocity because it's then you always constantly think if I do something for someone, they're going to do something for me. I just, I just know that when I did YouTube for so long, consistency of content and showing up will trump all. Like if you keep it seeing as the expert, eventually you're going to break through the outer layer. At the beginning, no one knows you. Then they start to understand that, okay, this guy's showing up. Then eventually you start to get some traction with clients, with people. Then you start to be seen as the industry expert. Then you start to be as the go-to. Then you start to get be seen as the celebrity. Then you people like, I'm only working with you. But that's going to take years. Like that reputation. Because most people are not doing it. Most people see like the waves of people. They did this, they did this, this. Oh, he's still doing it. He's still doing it. He's still doing it. Oh, well, maybe I probably should work with him. Because obviously he's showing the runs on the board. You know, how important is it to simply not stop there? This is happening more and more often, by the way, Jay, where everyone's yeah. starting to tell me all I did, Mike, was 
not stop. That was it. I'm nothing special. I'm not fantastic. I mean, I'm amazed at what I do, but I'm benefiting more from the consistency and doing it for years than a lot of the other things that I thought would have helped. Just by not stopping, that solved all those problems. Yeah, it's, man, you know, people, people by people. So, you know, content has not died. Like, you should look at Gary Vee, man. <laughs> He's like the living case of like, to do just do content, you know? And I'm not saying that's the only way to make it. I just know that's what I like about it. It's something I can control. I can't control Instagram. I can't control likes and views. And, you know, yeah, you can, but you can't control the marketplace. You, but you can control your content and what comes out of your mouth and showing up. It, do, it does make sense to me that, if you keep going, I've also noticed with like podcasts and videos right. and conversations and things, the first one that I did, nowhere near as good and as clear, I guess, and concise yeah. as the interviews are now. And I know that when I hit a thousand, I'll be looking back and going, do you remember when I was at just about... 200 i was awful compared to what i am now it's a complete it's just repetition that's all it is yeah man you just do it dude you know come come to me do it for 90 days come back to me then i'll tell you what's not working you know in the spirit of leaving no stone unturned jay just before we get to the last couple of questions what would you want the audience to know whether it we've covered a lot so far it's been incredible to be perfectly honest i'm making loads of notes my side hopefully the listeners are as well but is there anything that you will kick yourself if you didn't share once we stop the interview man you know you, I, i'm always trying to tell people like get out of your head like what's stopping you is the stories man really it's not strategy it's not like, well, I'm trying to come up with the product name. No, no, man. You just don't want to start. You're scared. Own that. When you own it, you can control it. You know, even for me, I know I'm like, I'm, I don't want to make these phone calls and I procrastinate and I find something else to do. I do because no one wants to do the hard thing. So if anyone like, if any, if I can get anything through to you today, Everybody wants to hear your story. You don't need to be in a sexy industry. You don't need to be cool. You don't need to have lots of money. You don't need to be like this or that or what you're just start, man. You, like just start. Like, and, and, and try to be really conscious of the reason why you don't. Okay. I'm going to start. I'm about to stop. Why? See if you can own, see that. Oh, I'm this. Okay, great. Start. So if people wanted to learn more about you, JJ, this is your chance to share your agency, what you've got yeah. going on. How can yeah. people find out more? Yeah, man, listen, if anyone's listening right now and goes, you know, I resonate with this guy, I, you know, he's, he's hit some things and I feel like I would want him in my corner a lot more. Hit me on aceofspadesagency.com. That's my website. Or DM me at JJ Live, J-A-Y-J-A-Y-L-I-V-E. Tell me that you heard me on Michael's podcast and I would love to hear from you and listen, you know, at the end of the day, you know, don't try to do it all yourself, like invest in you, just pay it and get it done. Reach out to me. 
awesome JJ. Well, for those that are listening, feel free to subscribe to the show, share the show on social media, tell us what you thought, and I look forward to seeing you all again on the next episode. Thanks for coming on, JJ. Thanks, man. Just before you take off, if you'd like to join my inner circle, which is accountability, access to me, and you also get the chance to have exclusive interviews with my podcast guests. If you click the link in the description for the podcast, you get a two-month free trial in the inner circle. I shall see you on the other side.